Hello. Welcome to The Listening Show, a show you can listen to with me, Walter, and Zach. Y'all should ought to listen to this. We got something really interesting that we're definitely going to say. We totally thought about this beforehand. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to keep hyping this thing that totally exists. Look at Zach and his excitement. <laughs> I can't he's, wait. He's just listening so much. Okay. So imagine that this actually happened because it totally did. So yesterday, I... True. This is true. Okay. Yesterday, I went to sleep, and I had a dream that I forgot to buy eggs. And I went to the grocery store, and I did that three more times. And then I woke up, and I was super stressed because I never bought eggs. And I told Zach about it because I was in distress, and he's the prophet. And he said, my mom has eggs. And then he said, my mom's chickens are fresh, and their eggs are just as fresh. You should try their eggs. The end. Thanks for listening. It's more than that. Even when we got here, you told my parents that dream and they said, we have eggs. Yeah. Doesn't that story piss you off? Cause it's like incomplete and there's no point to it. Yeah. But I still listened. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say anything about listening. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I thought I did. I guess I did. Yeah. Thanks for listening to my stupid <laughs> freaking story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we didn't want to sp- explicitly say it, but I'm going to because I do whatever I want all the time. I think this is our last episode in the studio for a little while. We're moving <laughs> for a little while, probably forever. Yes, we are. After this, we're packing this. Most of it, not these chairs, if you're watching, but our equipment. We're taking it to my house because this is why we're doing it. Um, we want to have Internet access while we're doing the show because we'd like to be able to do more stuff involved with you, the listeners, which mm-hmm. would be, for example, if we had a Patreon, we want people to, on there to be able to watch and talk live. I think it'd be really fun. And oh, some other obvious things, like we have bits we want to do with people, but we can't. There's no internet out here. Um, That's efficient internet. Stuff to make the show more better that we just have to have internet access for since I have access to those internets. That just makes sense. That's the reason. As a total side effect, which is very nice, all I have to do to go to the show is walk downstairs. That <laughs> yeah. sounds super cool. I'm not even thinking about that because this is an hour for me mm-hmm. out here. And it's like 45 for you. Yeah. But um, we still do it every week. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, it'll be easier. So that's cool. But that's beside the point. We want to make the show better. And so naturally, the next step is to have internet access, which means we're taken out of here. So this is our last time doing it here, as far as we know. Yeah, at least for a while. Maybe one day when it... If it ever becomes a bigger production, we need a bigger space. We can yeah. we can start renting this out again. And we're but, making so much money that we somehow make internet come out here to us. That'd be nice. Too. That'd be nice, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, we t- we half the reason we were out here was that if we were making any income, we could like uh, support, you know, yeah, you know, spend it on rent here and everything. But we don't make any income. We kind of knew we wouldn't for a while, which is fine. If ever, I mean, we would like to, obviously, but. Yeah, That's not the point. The point is to have fun and make a good show. And someday the show will be so good that people will be throwing money at us. Uh, uh, I like, can't hold uh, on to this. Uh, uh, what is this? What is this? It's burdening me from how good it is. Uh. <laughs> anyway, then they'll throw it at us, and then we'll just have so, so much money. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the veneer just broke <laughs> just so much. <laughs> But anyway, the idea is that we need to do what we can now to make the show better. And we're pretty excited yeah. to maybe do this live. Yeah. Sometimes. And what was not to put, I am putting us on the spot, but what was the other internet idea? 
People watching live is a big one, or broadcasting this live, having a live chat going is a big one. Yeah, it'd be awesome to be able to, like, because we, I don't think we've ever had a problem coming up with things to talk about, but it would be like fodder well, to the. No, no problems coming up with things to talk about, but coming up with good things to talk about. Right, good things. That's, that's maybe, different. Maybe that's different. We I think it's all no fine. Uh, we can talk about whatever we want. We spent like a half an hour going through the states. <laughs> so uh, to, to go and just hang our hat on our ability to come up with perfect content, maybe maybe there's another rack we could put our hat on. But content is the, is, is, is the rack is going on. <laughs> you have to hang it up on perfect content. What next? Content. <laughs> perfect content. Good content. Content. It's <laughs> <laughs> like interrupted. <laughs> anyway, so we're, like, we're excited to get the audience more involved. We have a few very loyal listeners who listen to everyone. Listeningers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they are to me. Yeah. Anyway, so we're excited to get you guys more involved. There's, oh man, I slept very little last night. I told Walter this already, but I had like a crazy headache. And so I invited a friend over, which is what I guess you do when you have a headache. It's not what I do. And the friend came over and we stayed up till like two in the morning. And then I was like, but if I go to sleep, my headache will come back. And so I stayed up another like two hours. And then it's like 10 o'clock in the morning uh, when we left there. So... I'm a little sleepy. Uh, how are you? Are I'm, you sleepy? I'm actually, I'm the opposite. I didn't, well, I didn't get as much sleep as I wanted, but I got more sleep than you, but I feel fine. It's very weird to wake up and go, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. That's what it was. I woke up tired, but with a purpose. Like, I need to get out of bed because the listening show, we're going to move the studio today. Yeah. You know, like that, that yeah. woke me up, but even though I did, I was just tired. Yeah. So if I had no excitement today, if I was just, if it was Sunday, no show, I'd be like, nah, <laughs> yeah. just fall back asleep. But no, I, yeah, it's not quite the same as you. Mm-hmm. I told Walter on the way out here that I have the kind of tired where like my thighs feel tickly. You know, that it's like a very specific feeling, but it's like you're tired, but you wake yourself up really hard anyway. And you get a good amount of sleep, but not a lot, not enough. And so, like, you, your eyes are a little bit, like, kind of feels like your brain is pushing them out of your head a little bit, but in a nice, soft way, and then your thighs feel tickly. One, I got one part of it, waking up really hard. Yeah, a lot of us know what that's like. Yeah, that too. You that's woke what, that's me That's what up. you said. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I didn't wake you up. Because <laughs> I came to pick you up, and you weren't freaking awake. I was like, he's probably not even awake. It wasn't. I heard you knocking, and then I was like, oh, I need to wake up. Yeah, but, but I told it, you, I think I think I told you when it was like, because like, we were planning on coming out here at noon. We don't have to talk about this much more, but when we were coming out here at noon before, you were like, why don't we come out earlier? And I think, I don't know if I told you, but I definitely was thinking in my head, but I want to sleep in really late. And, and I then didn't. you said, I have no reason to, though. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, the thing is, I have no reason to, to wait until noon to go. I could go earlier. We could just get it over with. And, you know, I'm glad you did. Um, yeah, because the morning's been good, and then we'll have more time later today. We got taco freaking yeah, butt that was, on the Yeah, that way. was the big motivations because you wanted the breakfast crunch wrap, which we couldn't do at noon, so don't serve it. Mm-hmm. But I, you, know, you were asleep, went up to your bedroom door, which was closed, and I knocked, and then I was like, that was compelled by my movie close because it just came out. I said, what did I say? If your ass ain't nailed to the floor, wake the fuck up. No response. You still laughing there, white boy? <laughs> <laughs> I was quoting 
uh, Samuel Jackson in the Hateful Eight. He doesn't say alive in there. He says, "You still alive, white boy?" I was like, "I just said he's in there." Whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then he, I heard, eh, or what'd you say? Did you say a that's word? That's what I said. Eh. And I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. Anyway. Yeah. So I felt a little bad, but not that bad for waking you up because you said. Nah, I don't, don't feel bad. It was, it was a good wake up. <laughs> and then we were driving and then you, you, you were talking about it. I said, imagine Samuel Jackson actually waking you up by yelling at you. How great would that be? That's why I was <laughs> so amazing. Once a lifetime opportunity. Well, just. Getting yelled at, yelled at by him in general at any point in your life would be amazing. But being woken up to that, yeah, wow! Like you're just gracefully sleeping here. Wake up, white boy! <laughs> Get up! Come on, motherfucker! <laughs> it'd be a great. Oh my god! Be great. You're so happy. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I was like dream. a lot of those like famous people that would be fun to wake you up. Like, can you imagine Liam Neeson? Oh my he just, god! He just walks up. Well, it's 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 eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's time for you for you to get up. I can't do his voice very well right now because I'm tired. Well, it, I know he's been asked babe, to say babe, that. Beep beep! I'm an alarm clock. Wake wake up! I'm sure he's tired of being asked to give the taken speech. That's probably what most people would want to hear. They'd probably want to hear, if you don't wake up, I will kill you. Or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm awake now. <laughs> yeah. The What's, deep magic. Okay, yeah. what a fun question. If you were to be woken up by a celebrity saying something, what celebrity would you want? What would you want them to say? Yeah, that was a question. There's a lot. Um, hey, it's me, Jason Statham. <laughs> it's now 7.30. It's time for you to wake up and go to work. Earn an income and then support your family. <laughs> so, in case anything ever happens to them, you'll have extra reason to enact your revenge. I thought I don't remember his name. It's going to involve car chases, gunfights, fist fights, submarine Fight fights. fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Again, don't know. It's it. been Jason Statham. <laughs> Oh, I know. I want Dustin Hoffman to voice Master uh, Master Shifu. Oh, that's good. Uh, what would you say? Wake up! He does say that. Wake up. Fat button flabby arms. <laughs> However he talks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what I want I to say. I thought you were talking about Ugwe. Like, wake up. Oh, now. my gosh. It's would, time for you to I, wake up. I, would, oh. I wouldn't be able to wake up. Like, I just hear... Mm. <laughs> I hear that a few times over some repeated pausing. Let me go through it. This. <laughs> Monkey. <laughs> There's a meme of that. I love it so much. <laughs> Monkey. You have shown me. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but he would just <laughs> that's all he'd do basically I can't just breathe. the breathing that groaning to it that's it it's <laughs> a great alarm clock <laughs> oh, oh, oh man oh uh, he's not alive anymore I think his name is Mako Mako voice of Iroh Uncle Iroh oh that'd be perfect oh my gosh Mako I'd wake up crying I know 
What would, it is time for you to wake up now. What would you What would you choose to have him say to you wake up? She's crazy and she needs to go down. Like, yes, You're Master crazy Iroh. and she needs to go down. That would That's a good question. What would you want him to say? Yes, feel the flow. What I would imagine is what would Iroh say to you? What would he say to somebody if he woke them up? Get up. Depends. It's time to move on. If, it depends. Yeah. Like if it was Zuko, he was waking up. If he's like very gentle, like wake up, Zuko. Like I know you are tired, but we <laughs> must move on to capture your honor. Look, there is your honor. You know, there is the joke, I'm joking, but he would yeah. he'd be nice about it. But if you were a stranger to him, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, you're sleeping on the road. This is an mm-hmm. episode, and you're a stranger. He sees someone sleeping on the road, and he decides to wake you up. Why? Because you're sleeping on the road. Maybe like, I don't know. I don't know. Wake he up, something boy. generic. But it'd be probably really nice just to hear. Just to hear. If you do not wake up, you will fall out of balance. (laughs) (laughs) You see, you laying down. Look at your stance. It's a weak stance. (laughs) The nap time out of balance. (laughs) You will fall out of balance. If you sleep past noon, you will fall out of balance. (laughs) Your sleep schedule will be a nightmare. Uh, Both positive energy and the negative energy. It is the Great combination of these negative. Yes, <laughs> it goes into like a speed that, that has <laughs> that nothing, has to, do nothing to do with waking anymore. up. Yeah, <laughs> the combination of these energies creates lightning. Oh yes, which helps you wake up. Shoots a bolt at your ass and you just <laughs> shoots you with lightning to wake you up, which helps you wake up. <laughs> this is such a specific. Tangent. It it's is time for you now, Zuko. <laughs> time for you to embrace your honor and wake <laughs> up. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, okay, uh, another another one. That's a fun question. I'm yeah, having, it is. I'm having a good time. I'm thinking of show characters now. Dexter. Have Dexter wake you up? Yeah, he's got a pretty regular voice, though. Yeah, he 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 would do it the most boring. Wake up, Banalway pop. That's about it. Yep. Time to get up, maybe. That's it. Okay. He just stabs you. Yeah, that's a fair question, too. Not just celebrities, but, like, characters. If you could have, like, a character wake you up, like, what would you? What character would you want? Yeah. Celebrity. I would want Uncle Iroh, for sure, now that I'm thinking about oh, it. But man. Well, is he, like, my favorite? It's now time for you. Um, I'm not thinking of a lot of celebrities. I'm thinking now of Zuko waking up, and all he would do is, ah! <laughs> now imagining a bunch of them layered on top of each other like ah! yeah exactly <laughs> that's your alarm in the morning every morning ah! what's a celebrity you like for one reason or another i'm not thinking of many it, oh, it's more you of a caricature I, than a celebrity, right? You have to like the couple, the Jomily couple, John and Emily, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Oh, they're be, the, everybody be, loves that'd them. That'd be weird. Um, that's I think it'd be weird. I don't know them, and yeah. so like a couple wakes me up. First of all, that's weird. Oh, I wasn't saying the no, couple. No, I just like late. them as actors. They're they're nice. It's people. Too late. My brain's already gone down this path. I guess oh. I'm a guest sleeping at their house as part of an Airbnb. Yeah, and they're nice, but also I'm sleeping too long. And so they both two people I don't know. I know their faces and their names, but I don't know them. I'm like, what am I doing in your house? They both wake me up. One on either side of my bed. Hey, wake up. Hey, both of them like. What the? F- Imagine waking up to that. Yeah, like, that's 
freaking John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Yeah. I know those. Well, that's so weird. Like, what's I'll be like, ah, I can't get up. I'm naked. You guys can't see me. Be yeah. Weird. I don't know. It's not like, ah. And it's one, it'd be one thing if there were two similar sounding people, but she's very British and he's very American. And so it'd be like, wake up. And she'd be like, yes, wake up. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be weird. It would be. I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> I very rather recently, I had a dream. I did, I thought it was real at the time. I saw somebody and behind their wheel at a light. And I was like, is that fucking Tom Cruise? Is what I said in my dream. Like, Tom Cruise is driving a pickup in my neighborhood. And I was like, what the? F-? Yeah. Like, that's weird. And then moved on. Interesting. Imagine what it would be like, what's the most famous person, famous, loosely, person you've seen in real life without having engaged? Bruce Willis, I think. You think? Yeah, I can't confirm it, but like there was a dude on a motorcycle and it looked just like Bruce Willis. I said, guys, that's Bruce Willis on that motorcycle. We were driving in South Dakota and mm. they both looked and nobody in my family could tell me I was wrong. Yeah, that's interesting. It was like, I think that's him. He was wearing sunglasses, but they weren't big sunglasses. And it was like, that is Bruce Willis. Wow. Uh, Probably true. I, maybe it's just a lookalike. Maybe yeah, he was, it's also possible, but like. But as you said, no one could tell you you were wrong. So I'm going to lean on that's probably him. Except for maybe Bruce Willis. Maybe he was like, I've never been to South Dakota. But I don't know. I couldn't ask him. He's the one who could like probably say that that wasn't. It was unexpected to be sure. And he just kept going. Because I I just couldn't. It was a a long time of me staring. Because it's like, that is Bruce Willis. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to say it was him. But who knows? I think... What comes to mind is uh, Channel 4's weatherman. I don't think he's the weather there anymore. I saw him at Walmart. Like, he's picking fruit. That's the weatherman. Yeah. Which is weird. It's not a celebrity, but still, it's like, that dude's in the TV. What are you buying? Chances are 40% of me buying grapes. We did have this joke last night. yesterday. Yeah. Because what was the joke? All right. You pointed at the TV. We were at the bar. And you said, that guy's that's a client of mine, you said. And I was like... The weatherman's a client. Oh, he means the company name that's showing up. And I was like, I thought you were saying the weatherman was your client. And I said, imagine the weatherman coming in. You said, hey, Daryl, how's your day? He goes, well, 40% chance of rain. And he goes <laughs> to a weather spiel. And then the second time, hey, Daryl, how's it going today? Well, there's a 50% chance my wife leaving me after she found out. But there's a 75% chance that I was with her best friend. And then, and then, and then so there's like this much chance of me killing myself. Back to you. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> Yeah. And then we both, I came up with a different joke and I was pretty right. proud of mine too. Yeah. And it was like one day he comes in and like the weather's <laughs> fine. And so he, he's there sitting there and he's got his headset in and you're like, Hey, how are you doing today, John or whatever? And he's, well, it looks like it's a pretty nice day outside. As you can see behind me on the green screen, it looks like the, this metro area is going to get about this much rainfall later tonight, but we don't have to worry about that for now. Next time he comes in, it's like, how are you doing? And then all of a sudden and in the inside of a bank, <laughs> yeah. you see a guy and he's wearing a raincoat and he's got the earpiece still and he's got the mic and he's, well, it looks like it's, it's really windy out here. I wouldn't recommend anyone drive lightning striking behind him. Yeah. Yeah. The, store. Yeah. <laughs> the storm entirely <laughs> appears in the bank. <laughs> And I like that punchline too. Just well, it looks like it's real bad, and it cuts back to you in the desk, and it's fine. fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh well, do you want do you want anything today? Well, I'll just need a deposit, and there's a fifty percent chance that it's going to make me out of money. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I like the idea. <laughs> How do we get onto that? Uh, we were talking about famous people we've seen. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I've Fam- seen. I also seen question. a lot. Of, that's a, sorry. Go ahead. Also seen a lot of NFL players. Oh, well, that's something. Yeah, I, I don't know the. I don't know sports. So if I had seen a sports player, I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. The, although I, this doesn't count at all. At the gym a while ago, I saw a guy who looked like a mix between me and Do It With Dan. Really? Yeah, I was like, I. You ever see somebody? And you're like, or this is an example of something that some people might relate to. Do you ever see somebody go who might, for example, look like a celebrity? Like, you look just like the celebrity or somebody. Don't you ever have an impulse or if you're like, I want to get a picture of you or with you so I can, because look at this. Yeah. I had this feeling with this guy at the gym. I was like, uh, I want to ask you a picture, but that's freaking weird. You don't do that. Hey, you look like, can I have a picture of you? Like, the worst thing I can do is say no, but like I didn't have the nerve, but I wanted to get a picture of this guy and say, Dan, Dan, doesn't he look like you and me? Just so that I'd know I wasn't crazy. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure we all, that's a weird thing. You ever seen somebody and gone, I wanted to do this thing. I'm not brave enough, but I should get brave. If ever I see somebody who looks like a celebrity, I want to tell them straight up, be like, hey, you look like this guy. Can I get a picture with you? And hopefully they say yes. Then I get a picture of somebody who looks like Bruce Willis. And then I'd make an Instagram post, tag Bruce Willis, and say, hey, I met Bruce Willis today. He was really cool, and blah, blah, blah. And I'll keep doing that as a joke. If I ever meet someone who looks like a celebrity, I then just make a post acting like I'm dumb and I don't know that this isn't the real celebrity. Yeah. But some people would say yes, but like, I'm just too I'm too nervous to. There's a bunch of people who make that joke where they, like, they'll stand next to a horse. They'll be like, met Sarah Jessica Parker today. Right. Or something. And I like the joke. Um <laughs> But yeah, I've actually seen people that look like my friends before, and I've went to them and I've said, "Can I get a picture of you? Because you look like my friend," and they're not going to believe me, right? And they've said yes usually. I've only asked, done that twice, and both yeah. times it was with a girl, and I think both times they were suspicious that I just yeah. wanted a picture of the girl, yeah, because they weren't ugly girls at all. Yeah. But I didn't. I was dating both times. And Take so a I picture. Like, <laughs> now people are going to think you're my girlfriend when I post this. <laughs> Got you. Got him. <laughs> now I'm going to have this forever, and then run away. <laughs> no, I. No, they were nice about it. They were just like, ah, sure, if you want. And that's like, awesome. I'm you sorry, be. that's weird, but yeah, it's, you know. it's true. Like, what are you gonna do? I was like, do you want a picture of me too, by chance? <laughs> you want a picture of me? I just, I mean, it's no problem <laughs> if you don't. If you want a picture of me? I look like a meth addict, or I don't know what, I don't know what you're what you say you look like. You want a picture of me? I look like a squirrel. Yeah, I don't know what I'd look like. I yeah. look like a young Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, 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 yeah. With <laughs> facial hair. Yeah. So that's How's probably it? what I'd say. The question was, what celebrity person character do you most look like? Absolutely. The Dick Van Dyke dude comes to mind when I think of... Like you a know. young Dick. Yeah. Do I... Dick. I guess the closest thing I've been called to look like, not Johnny Bravo, because that's like a joke because of my hair. Mm-hmm. But I think the closest person I might look to is Rhett from Rhett and Link. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. I was. That's the first one that comes to mind. But yeah. that's because he did the same kind of thing with his hair too. That's all it really is. Is kind of the hair, which you know, it's fair enough. I mean, a hairstyle can change. Have you seen his hair lately? No. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. I trust I, you. I've only watched one or two like episodes of Good <laughs> Mythical Morning in the last year or so, uh, and his hair is long now. It's Good. like really long. It nice. rests and he's got a huge beard. Nice. He looks like a mountain man. Nice. It is nice. Happy. He looks like a Las, Las Vegas, like a Los Angeles mountain man. He looks like he's trying to be a mountain man. Ah, uh, so he's like kind of hipster. Yes. Like they're, they're, they actually both kind of look hipster now, hmm. which, you know, 
do whatever that's you part of their culture now. So, but it was like I, he, he looked freaking awesome. Do you know where they live? Don't they live in like Kentucky or something? No, they moved to L.A. Man, they embraced the, the L.A. life. That's like a big story about them because mm. they went from being kind of small town conservative Christian guys from being very L.A. and not no God and you, all that yeah. stuff. But maybe they maybe they lived out in some place like Kentucky. Maybe they lived in a they lived typically in, conservative country state. Yeah, whatever, whatever the antithesis to L.A. would be. I'm trying to think of. Yes, they lived. There's, I can't remember the name of it. it was, maybe it was Virginia. They they say it all the time. I I could have told you at some point where they lived, but mm-hmm. but actually, it's kind of one of those good for them stories. They like grew out of what they grew up in, and they have like this new perspective. But it's also a little. We are in the Midwest, which is the middle, which is kind of neither or, I think. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We really kind of are. The only thing I always thought was weird about the South, quotes the South, is that it's not explicitly in the southern part of the country. In fact, it's like the eastern part. Southeastern. Yeah, because you don't consider like New Mexico to be the South. Yeah, isn't that weird? Even though it is. Yeah, the South... South, going in quote, whatever you call that uh, region, doesn't actually mean geographically south. It actually is culturally south. It, yeah, the cultural south is actually southeast. Because Texas is sort of like the edge of the south <laughs> yeah, in yeah. people's minds. That's the most accurate, typical south there is. It is south and southern, like it's actually south. Now, now, if someone said, I went south to Arizona or whatever, then it'd be true. And people would just accept that because, oh, yeah, that is south. But they, it's not in people's minds right. that, I don't think. Yeah. Is that it, is interesting. What, you said Arizona? Yeah, Arizona, New Mexico, like California. That counts as the Midwest, doesn't it? There, no, that's the desert. It's not Pacific. What yeah, is that? That's it's mountain time. I don't think New Mexico's. They're both west. They're both west of where we are. Because New Mexico is below Colorado and Utah, and then Arizona is below Nevada and Utah. I think. I think. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say what I think because I could be really wrong and it'd be embarrassing. So I'll just be quiet. We've been wrong about states before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that that is interesting. I was watching this. Uh, there's a there's a YouTube series. I think it's on Break, but it's a dialect coach, and I'm sure you've seen videos from him because he's really smart and good at oh, dialects. You mean, you mean Wired? It might the, be Wired. The accent. Yes. The accent coach. And he breaks down. He's like a bearded, handsome guy. Uh, anyway, he was breaking down United States accents over the last month or so, and my mom yeah. sent me one of those videos. Yeah, I think I saw it. It's it's entertaining. And he had to have his black friends do the black accents because yes. he was afraid of doing them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, even though like like I listened to this dude do a bunch of accents, and he could do it. Mm-hmm. Like he could do that, but that'd he be racist. So. Apparently, I guess. Yeah, I th- I was a little slightly bothered by that too. But hey, yeah. you know, he doesn't want to get canceled and I can't blame a guy for trying to save his ass. Yeah. Anyway, but he was really smart. He like explained all the like the isms of speech in different places. What, and, one thing that fascinated me, if this was what it was, was diphthongs, which yeah. is a vowel that has two vowel sounds. So yeah. they talk about how like Koreans, it's like a typical Korean thing, I think. Do you remember that part when he yeah. talks about how Texans do it? Texans do it a lot because that even that te- Texas is like, eh, yeah, eh, that's yeah, a diphthong. Yeah. I was trying to think of, yeah, Texas, or he says that it's funny and it sounds racist, but it's not. It's just observing a thing about. I think it's Koreans who typically do it when they talk. They kind of talk like they kind of talk like this, and 
when they talk about thing, the thing is like thing, and it's like e. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they do a lot of diphthongs in that language when they learn um, like that English. Interests me. Like if I was a educated sort of a person who cared about, I don't know, what do you call that? In school terminology. No, in school I was I kind of liked and was good at English and grammar. I have a brain, I guess, that could do those things. So if I cared about. <clears throat> Intellectual education dialect. No, you don't. You're not talking about dialect. Anymore. I'm trying to get there, but I'm saying if I cared about my education, I wanted to do those types of things instead of creative things. Then I would, I would think I'd be interested in the path of learning about dialects and diphthongs and, and basically English rules. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting to me. Is the point of that? Yeah, he was talking about like the Louisiana thing where you just get rid of certain consonants and and vowels and you're like we'll go get that over there like that that's like a louisiana stereotypical accent and if you're of the culture the most interesting thing i learned from that series so far uh was when he was talking about native american speech and it was so cool to me because like i've like my grandpa works with native americans a lot where he's at he works on a reservation for a school um and when you talk to them they they have this there's something specific about their dialect usually if they're if they because there's exceptions obviously different people talk differently but the like culturally how they t- speak in English you can tell it's different but you can't quite tell how until he broke it down mm-hmm. and how it is is that they speak in all the same inflections that we do but there's but there's certain regions where they're slightly more monotone and it's very cadenced so let me give an example like. <clears throat> If you say the sentence, I, wa- I walked over the train tracks onto the other side of the city or something like that, that what they would say is, I walked over the train tracks onto the other side of the city. Uh, they would say it very cadenced in that kind of way, and it would sound all of the same inflections the way that I did, but it would be cadenced and mon- monotone. But yeah. then he talked about a different culture where they're a little sing-songy, but they do the same thing. It's very cadenced and very measured. Uh between syllables and i was like that's what it is it's not that they say it differently Uh it's that they say it in a different timing yeah and that was so fascinating it made me think that maybe a lot of native american languages are very timing based and metronomic is how they describe it like you could play it on a metronome and it would Uh it would match it would Uh be on beat i was so cool to me yeah i was like no i know how to i know how to imitate that if i wanted to (laughs) There was I couldn't quite do the sing songy version of what he was talking about. I was like, but it's so cool to learn about yeah, to have different regions and how they talk usually. Yeah, although I'm pretty sure he just completely I don't I don't know that he did this, but he basically I think looked at the Midwest and went, we can just skip this. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't do that with Chicago. He talked oh, about yeah. Chicago because it was not, interesting. Not the Midwest. Well, yeah. He, so the vowel wheel. Did you see this? So the vowel wheel goes a yeah. I haven't seen it, but I can imagine it. That's the whole vowel wheel. Those are all the vowel sounds. It's all the diphthongs yeah. and the and the yeah. pure sounds. Of I it. get it. So Chicago, what they did is they rotated the whole wheel. So their ahs are as like Chicago. Their their o's are o's. So they rotate the whole wheel, and everything they say is Chicago and over around. It's all different. Yeah. Because they just rotated the wheel. And I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. 
I love that stuff, like dialect and sounds and why they make them, because I like sounds. I wonder how we do interest-wise, not skill-wise, in learning a language. I guess it depends on the language, but I... I would I like to think I'd be interested in it because I'm interested in the arbitrary rules of the English language and how mm-hmm. dumb it is and, it's, uh, and the way it's designed or whatever. I wonder how I'd think about learning a completely different language. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it depends on the rules. I don't know. It's weird because there's a lot of dumb English rules that we just know. Yeah. Do we know them because they're interesting or because we had no choice but to learn them? Like I before E and... I don't know, whatever the dumb rules are. I guess it depends on what the language is, but if there was a language that was super literal, like Pig Latin's fairly literal in that you do this, yeah. and that's how you say it, that's it, mm-hmm. as an example. If there was a language like that, presumably it'd be easier to learn, but I wonder if it would be interesting or not. Oh, definitely. I don't know. You know that the theory, what's his name? They talk about it in the movie Arrival a lot because that's kind of what the movie oh, yeah. is about. But like yeah. the idea is that when you when you really learn a language, you start to think in that language and then that wires your brain to think differently. Yeah. For example, like when you write in Hebrew, you write right to left instead of left to right. Yeah. And so then you actually start to like when they did studies about people like look at this picture and tell me what you see. And then the people who wrote in Hebrew, they would start at the right side of the page and they would say stop sign, you know, car, yeah. uh, you know, roadway. And then uh, like people who were English, they would say roadway, car, stop sign. And they would read it that way. And it's uh-huh. like, why is your brain different? Because they're used to doing it this way. Yeah. And then you think about like, like in a lot of the romantic languages, they're really heavy on, on sexing words, uh, like giving them gender, gendering words. However you'd say that like they have a lot of masculine words and feminine words mm. and like those cultures more than like, it seems to me more than the, more than other cultures. They really have like those cultures don't get bogged down in all the gendering, you know, issues that happen sometimes. They're just kind of like, Oh yeah, there's masculine and feminine things. That's the speaking really broadly. That's not to say every place is like that. It's just something that people have noted before. Like, when there's so many feminine words and these mean these things, then they associate these things with masculinity, femininity, whatever. I'd be <clears throat> curious to be given basically an introductory course or a crash course on different languages, like a like a like a taste test or an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Here's this language. Here's how it basically works. Here's how complicated it is. Here's how it's used. Like like a ten minute like thorough overview of the language mm-hmm. do it for like 10 languages so it's been like an hour and a half and i go this one was just so interesting how this works it goes this i would be i'd be really fascinated by that so much do a youtube video about that or something like, here's how the yeah. languages work and i don't know because then you could go that one looks really interesting or that one looks really easy mm-hmm. or like something to make you go okay now i know to waste put time into this yeah because i might say japanese would be really cool to know I don't know that. Maybe I'd do that 10 minute course and go, oh my gosh, this is so complicated. It's so different. And, and it's not worth learning because I'd never use it, you know? So it'd be nice to be given some kind of nice appetizer. How do you call that? Yeah. Like other Americans, we like things made easy for us. So why don't you make, why don't you make all languages easy for me? Well, no, just tell me what I need to know to make an informed decision. That's what I'm trying to say. That'd be nice. Yeah. I totally get that. 
Dude, well, we both took Latin for a while, and that language was smart because it was like, here's the base word, and then here's the conjugations, past tense and future tense, and that's all you need. You don't need stupid rules. There, it's are, like, there are stupid rules so far, I remember. Like, like one or two. Like the verb goes first, and like the structure of the sentence is, I hate it. But it's it. so consistent. But it's always that way. Like American, some like if you speak in English, then it's weird because it's like this is the rule, but you break it all the time. And it's like, well, at least know. Latin has weird rules, but they stick to all of them. And that's why it's like the mother of languages. Or maybe whatever. maybe it does make sense. I just know it was very difficult for me. It was yeah. so hard. I just didn't. Maybe I, I was so young I couldn't reconcile any language working any differently than English. Like, why is it in this order? You know, that's probably it's just how my brain was wired. But I think I was just young enough to where I wasn't accept willing to accept anything being different. I don't know. Well, and then like even like uh, Spanish, it's that was super confusing to me because they they do descriptive words after the word they just that they need to describe. So it was like ball hairy. Yeah, they do that. They do like, uh, you know, adjective zapatos rojos. They that's red shoes, rojos or ro, ro you know whatever. However you'd say it, but that the idea is that you know I'm gonna wear my red shoes. They would say I'm gonna wear my shoes red because they yeah. they the important thing is the shoes, and then you can use less descriptor describers that way. Descriptors, adjectives. Yes, you can use less adjectives that way because then what anyway. The more I thought about it, and I think more of the romantic languages are like that, and English is kind of the outlier. And yeah. so maybe that's part of the thing in Latin is that they'd say the, the noun and then the adjectives. I don't know. Be fun. Yes. I know I've asked before if you could know a language. And let's say you get, to, you, get a, you get a matrix chip, so you don't have to do any work. You just get to pick this one off the shelf. You get one for free. Which one would you choose? I mean, I, again, I would like to have an informed decision, right? If mm. I get a free chip, I want to know what the most difficult maybe might be. You know, in that case, sure. it might, might matter. So really, in this case, it just comes down to what you know or what interests you, which for me is sign language. That is cool. Yeah. You could learn that pretty easy. Because it's just, it's just motions. You can associate motions with the words you already know. You don't have to relearn words. That's the cool thing about sign language. Uh, though, but there's... Here's what I'm thinking is if I could matrix chip download a language, I'd pick the most different language from the one that I know because right. in technically if it was that easy to learn a language, because like I, like I said, of all the languages to learn, if you are American and you raised in English, then the romantic languages are the closest. And so you can learn those the easiest because they're at least similar structurally and like sentence wise. And then you just have to learn the, the words. And that's a lot better than like Mandarin where not only are the characters completely different, but the structures are completely different and the intent is completely different behind each sentence. So I'd probably pick something like Chinese or something that's like completely the opposite of the romantic languages. Yeah. It would completely change how I right, think right. too. Theoretically, if there's a language wheel, English is on this end, you'd want the language on this end because then it'd be theoretically easier to get to these. Yeah. Cause you've, yeah. yeah, and I'll, I mean, even though I tech, my impression about every language is that the wheel works something like this, where these are connected, but dissimilar, and then it's completely separate. These are connected, completely separate. These are connected, but, you know. I imagine a color wheel. Yeah, I don't, I think some languages are so different that there's no, cor like Japanese, from what I hear, there is like no similarities 
in like sentence structure or because like I might butcher this, but the like English, it doesn't communicate effectively. It basically over communicates. And there are different languages and cultures that they don't do that. They they use the minimum amount of, you know, I can't, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do it more concise, especially in written language. Like all the character, the, like Chinese and Japanese, they like consolidate sentences really small so they can write a lot more really quick. And I think that's cool. But yeah, anyway. The answer is I would probably pick something really different because I think it'd be easier to learn yeah. romantic languages. Makes sense. If, if you had to learn a language, and this is with the actual labor of learning, for the purpose of using it, so this is because it's cool or because it interests you, is because this is the one I want to use or I think I will use. This is the most practical one possible. What would you pick? I Unfortunately, I have to say Spanish. It doesn't interest me, but it's the one I think I'd actually use. Yeah, you know, isn't the second language in this country? I think so. So it would make sense. Well, actually, sign language does count. I would like to learn sign language. Well, that's, that's not true. Sign language but, is really easy. Well, it's not about it's not about ease. It's about use in this in this question. Yeah, and I guess Spanish would be it then. Yeah, I would probably be French or Spanish because <clears> you can <throat> think about like well, the two closest places are they speak Spanish and they speak English and French Canadian. So right, you could yeah. you could learn. French and talk to a bunch of people in Canada too. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, everywhere speaks English now, which is kind of nice for me. (laughs) I wonder what the biggest language in the world by population is. I think it's English. Think so? I think the most countries are. I think it's Chinese. You know, I think you might be right because, yeah. Shoot. I think the most people. Sorry, I think the most people speak Chinese. I think the most countries speak. Yeah, English. I was saying people, population by numbers. What number? What oh, number I don't know. That. Speak the It'd be close. One. I think English is the third one. I think it's maybe Japanese and Chinese or those two, and then English. But I don't think it's English. I don't think English is well, number Japan one. Japan is not very big. I don't know. Like China's really big. Yeah, population wise, it's like a billion and a half people. Yeah, but a lot of people speak English. Yeah. Because it's a lot, it's it's most romantic country second language. That's not to say that like if you live in like Belgium, you don't learn like a bunch of those languages before English. But almost everywhere speaks English now, at least at least in parts. I think it's I think it's interesting. I wonder why though. Is it because everybody? Is it because okay? That's here's here's an interesting thing. Tell me what you think about this. When people talk about the United States as the leader of the free world, how do you think that started? And do you think that's true? Uh, end of World War II, I'm guessing. Because we jumped on they the... jumped in and then ended the war. I'm, I don't know. I'm really ignorant. But here's... The, here's uh, let me know if I'm going too off of your topic. America is the greatest country in the world. Everybody knows that, according to what I was told. This is, and this, this is how it is, is what I was told. And I was like, well, how lucky, how cool is that? That happened to be in the best country of all time. And I was like, that well, must be weird to be in another country and know that America, not there, is the best country ever. It wasn't until I got much older that I was like, well, of course my country would tell me that we're the best country. What do other countries do? They actually say America is the best country? 
Not always. In fact, most often their own countries say they are the best country to their citizens. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, well, that's one big deceit. But next to that, objectively, what's the best country? Shoot, it probably is America. We're definitely up there. We're definitely up there. Like Denmark, maybe. Well, the, I think the stereotype but, but, is that one of those Norwegian countries is the best because they have socialism and they do it nice. It's not socialism, though. It's it's socialist ideas, though. Yeah. They do a lot of but socialist they're, but stuff. They're, but they're not social. Anyway. They're not communists. They just do socialism. Whatever. I, I guess I don't know enough to say. Um, I can't remember. Anyway, I was going off of your point, and you were asking is, um, what, do you, what do I think other people... Where, 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 why do I think other people say America is a leader of the free world? Mm-hmm. Probably because we're the most, probably because we are probably the most free country. Do you think it's because we're winning the most games? Like we're losing a ton of games, uh-huh. but we're winning the most of them. Like, cause China does the technology thing. Yeah, that really makes well. sense. But I think it's because we're technically the most free country. That really is, but that's that would, like the, that would be objectively the the, the the free world, as in we are yeah. the most free. That We're would make still, sense. Yeah, I think a lot but of think, Americans would acknowledge that it's not real freedom. Oh, of course not. Of course, but, we're not very free. But but it is the to most other, free. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Legally, it's like capitalism isn't perfect. It's got problems, but it's the best system we have. Yeah. It's kind of like freedom. Like our freedom isn't very free, but it's the most freedom that we have. And that might be the best game. Like, that's what yeah. we were talking about before. Maybe America is the country that's winning the most games, and they're <laughs> losing some games very badly. Right. But but maybe but overall, maybe, they're winning, maybe they're winning the most important games. Like, maybe, like, healthcare is another game, but there's, like, a couple kinds of healthcare because there's, like, the well, there's easy access healthcare, and then there's the really hard-to-deal-with healthcare. And I think America is leading in the hard-to-deal-with stuff. Like, they're the best in cancer and stuff like Lots that. Lots of games. So, like... They're losing and a lot of like insurance and stuff is kicking the country's butt and medical stuff is kicking the country's butt. But considering that they have the best treatment for hard to deal with. We might be winning in we might be winning in freedom, poverty rate, maybe employment, maybe weapons. Sure. Uh, Free, uh, free speech or free speech rights. I don't know that we're leading in poverty. But well, I mean, we're, as an we're example, probably doing pretty good in it. I'm just saying, as an example, there's there are a lot of games that we are winning at, but then there's yeah. some we're failing horribly at, like um, culture. Uh, well, actually, we're doing pretty well at wealth, but I don't know. If, I don't think we're winning at wealth. Wealth distribution, but that no, but like any structure is going to have a hard time with wealth distribution. Yeah. But here's the stupid thing. A lot of people don't understand that there, it's not possible to have a perfect society. Well, those yeah. Are, those are the people that create the, the really bad ones. But, yeah. of course, to, to, to sensible people like us, there is no and there can't be a society that there's going to be problems mm-hmm. all the time. It uh, makes me want to, like, actually live in other countries and see how many games are these countries winning. Yeah, and like how many? And how many was mine winning that I had no clue were even games because they were so nice. Here's a good question: And what games are most important to you? This country might be winning these games. That country's winning those games. Even though overall America's a better country, I like the games that these or this one's winning. It's more important to me. Yeah. So subjectively, there could be a best country, but then objectively, there is also a best country. Mm-hmm. I think objectively, we have the freest country. That's all I 
can say. I think we're winning that game. Yeah. I've got another. What do you think? What do you th- what do you think are games that America's losing? And I can start because I think one, and it's probably happiness, like satisfaction. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like there are happier countries. Oh, yeah. Because America's like, it's like this job to be like this, the, you're supposed to be the best country and you have to like get your tendrils in all these other countries and fix the world's problems. And I don't think that that makes America happier, but I think there are other countries that are just kind of like doing their own thing and just happy. Yeah. It's interesting because I'm, I'm certain we're losing so many games, but none of them are not, they're not jumping out to me. So happiness. Uh, what a great one. What a great, yeah, absolutely. Culturally driven happiness is more what i mean because like you can be personally happy or you can i don't even know if happiness is the word i want to use right i don't know if it's the word but i know what you mean and that's all that's important oh like suicide rates are low like that's what i mean yeah overall mental health maybe we're and probably maybe that's not the structure of america that's making it wrong but maybe the culture of america makes people less happy because it tells you that you shouldn't we're we're not winning in uh in violence not winning there whatever, yeah. whatever you'd call that it's just the word i'm putting there out. are less violent countries for yeah. sure um there are certainly more violent countries like by far too they're probably like genocidal like concentration camps bad right places like china right now yeah yeah that's pretty bad i don't i don't know much about it but apparently china's doing that <laughs> i don't know much parts. about it either except that disney supports it <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, they're about concentration camps as long as they're not uh, Nazi ones. Oh my gosh! That's as so long stupid. as they're on the as long as they're on the left and not on the right, <laughs> then it's okay. <laughs> oh, we're partly joking, but I think. But also, there's something uh, yeah. to it. <laughs> <laughs> there's something there. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I think Disney's trying to be extra careful because they used to have Nazis work for them and stuff. They're, they're like, not being that careful then. No, they're not. I'm not making excuses okay. for them. I don't want to protect them. They they can deal with their own problems. I don't want to protect them, but I do want to protect my shill paycheck. Yeah. yeah the, show is, the show is uh, sponsored by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> the show is sponsored by Disney. Bibbity boppity Concentration boop. camp. It's not that bad. Back to you or whatever. Uh, get get a get a get a vacation trip to. I can't. My brain's hazy. Vacay trip to hazy. My brain is hazy. Yeah, you said I got a vac trip to. Yeah, see, I told. I just kind of proved my point, didn't it? Yeah. My brain's my brain's Play-Doh, with little yeah. electric shocks going into my my brain's Play-Doh. That's what electric shocks and Play-Doh looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was telling you about Pop-Tart flavors the other day. I don't know if I told you, but Play-Doh was one of them, and that one looked really good. <laughs> no, not, not flavor-wise, although I won't say it didn't look good flavor-wise. The Photoshop was so well done that it looked like a real product, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want a Play-Doh Pop-Tart. Oh, I love those. Did I you ever like, eat it? Play-Doh? Yeah. Of course I did. I'm American. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat anything. <laughs> I was, for the sake of the podcast rather briefly i was talking about how there's so many spoof pop tart flavors and i was looking them up and there's so many great ones and half the humor is the photoshop jobs done on these boxes and so there's things like swamp flavor asphalt flavor windex elmer's glue flavor <laughs> and then you know and it was a 
There's some really good ones, really funny ones. Mm. Car seat leftovers or something that's like that. <laughs> I love them. Anyway, that's the end. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? What a fun question. Uh, the first thing that came to my mind was Russian, authentic Russian food. It's so strange. I'm going to come up with an analogy here in five seconds. <sighs> okay. So you know when you walk into a house and every house has a smell some houses have a smell that's more unique than others this was the most unique smelling house but now that's not just the smell everything is different yeah they have chairs and tables but the shapes and the colors of these chairs and tables and things you just take for granted are all weird it's like you're in a dream it's just just but not crazy it's just a little everything's a little off that's what it was like in this russian restaurant with the russian food all the food the flavors it's like when you eat a hot dog, there are flavors you can identify within the hot dog, like four of them. The Russian food, even though you're eating meat, you know it's meat, but you don't know what kind of meat. It just tastes off. It's radioactive meat. <laughs> Everything was just weird. There's this uh, tomato salad, what's it called? It was good, but it was so weird. It's like, it's like eating Play-Doh. It's like... It's good, but should it be good? Should I be enjoying this? Or actually, I don't know if I like it. It's mm. weird. It's just so strange. I, I, I don't know. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? So authentic Russian is the weirdest authentic thing? Authentic Russian food. Russian. Uh, it's just weird. Okay. Grubs. Mostly bugs are weird things I've eaten. Oh, I think I ate a cricket once, but it was in a sucker or a lollipop. So it was, it was covered by sugar and doesn't really count. Yeah, I I ate a I ate a sucker with a cricket in it, and I ate a sucker with a scorpion in it. Mm, cool. So I technically ate a scorpion, but like you said, it just tastes like kind of filmy, like when you get to the cricket, because you have to like suck the gunk off of it first, and then when you get to the bug, it's like like you kind of chew off a little bit of it, and it's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah, but apparently they're well. This obviously they got some nutrition in them because people eat them. I I actually didn't have a problem with it. It just wasn't. It was just a little bitter. That's all. Mm. Like it was, it was kind of filmy and bitter, and it had the layers, and you could taste them. Well, the problem is, you know what it is you're eating. Unlike other foods, like if you eat chicken, you don't think about the grotesque parts of it. If mm. you had seen the animal slaughtered, it would probably be less appealing. Whereas bugs are typically really gross to most people, so of course it's just going to percept perceptively seem gross in flavor. But if you we're used to doing somehow it. we're like blindfolded, didn't know what you're eating, and you couldn't identify the outlining of cricket legs or something. You would be like, "Oh, this interesting piece." Like you know, if you yeah. could remove that, what do you call that? That bias. If you could remove it, I'm sure it wouldn't be bad. But as far as I know, I think around it. Yeah, when I ate bugs, every time I've eaten it, I wasn't like, "This is good." That's never good. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I was able to eat that. That's kind of the way it feels. Uh huh. Um, and every time I was able to do it, I was able to turn that bias off and just say, this is just food. And I just put it in and chew, 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 eat. And, I was, and it was never good. It was just not bad. Yeah. It's better than bad. It was like slightly bitter. And that's the thing about it is like, yeah. what is the function? Like I could eat chips and it would be good and it would be <laughs> the crunch, crunch, crunch. But this is crunch, crunch and not very good. It's like, why am I eating this? Right. So probably bugs. But I also, I've eaten weird I've, I've eaten a bunch of weird stuff. I just can't recall any of it right now. I know I ate like a squid tentacle or something or part of one and did not like it because I can... Calamari? Identify, yeah, that's probably what it was. I could identify the suction cup 
in my mouth and it just made it gross, you know? Mm-hmm. I've done that. Yeah, I had, yeah. Ugh. I had one, like, like I bit into it and it, like, flexed in my mouth. Uh, I was nice. like, eee. Nice. So I've eaten squid and octopus. And I've eaten a bunch of different kinds of fish. I've eaten fish eyes. That was not good. It no. was not good at all. Because what happened was we were eating like a fish and someone said, you should eat the eye. And I put it in my mouth and you could not bite through it. It was like uh. marble hard. I was like, I didn't swallow it. I was just like, I put it out and I threw it away. Because it was like, it was not, you couldn't bite through it. It was like a rock. That sucks. Like a slippery rock. Imagine eating an eyeball in general, not like a human eyeball, but any eyeball. It's just like weird. Yeah, they used to do that in Fear Factor. Yeah, sometimes. Just, cow eyeballs or something. It was like, yeah, Ugh. yeah. This is one of those things where, like, uh, man, I hate going in. This is gross. It's all about perceptive perception. That's the one. Like they made people eat testicles on the show. Yeah, like, that's freaking gross. Like, and penises. Yeah, they eat big penises sometimes, which is gross. But then at the same time, it's like. Well, I mean, isn't it made out of the same stuff that the rest of the body you eat is made out of? It's just, it's just meat. So it's like percept, like again, with the bug, if you're blindfolded, whatever, it kind of eats the same, but knowing what it is or knowing what it's been through, whatever, it just totally changes the, I just think the texture is not going to be good in a penis or a testicle. I think it'll be too like, this is not chewy. It's just like, like just you couldn't bite through that hardly either. It'd be like pulling And this it is off. where I can safely use the, I don't know, it seems pretty gay to me, meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was when I actually like felt sick after watching. I think they canceled the show after they ate the penises. But they canceled it or did it end? It ended. They re- they brought it back, but it wasn't like as scary as it used to be. It used to be freaking like, how is this legal? Yeah, They're like yeah. on semis walking across this, like on, while times. it's driving. Yeah, good times. But now they got regulations and they can't eat penises anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a review for the show. They got regulations and they can't eat penises anymore. <laughs> Imagine not knowing anything about this show and you read that line. You're like, wait, what? What? That's I want to watch season one. That's yeah. the Paul Rudd meme. What the hell happened here? Meme shows up. Yeah, exactly. I want to. Yeah, I used to watch that all the time, but it was the kind of show that you watched and your parents didn't want you to watch. Yeah, well, I watched it with my parents sometimes. It was on TV. and Yeah. And Joe <sighs> Rogan, when he was like a little baby, that yeah, was Joe with, Rogan, with man. Hair. Yeah, yeah he had weird. hair. It was weird. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm going to mess you guys up with martial arts. Eh, eat that penis. Go. <laughs> we have no regulations. <laughs> also, have you guys heard of weed and DMT? I think it'd be. Have you guys, you guys heard about weed and DMT? It's entirely possible. A good buddy of mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just starts taking his podcast. <laughs> he uses his, his lines. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I'm not, a, I'm on the left, man. I'm on the left. I haven't heard that one. Those are the two lines I know. Doesn't he have a third line that he says all the time? A buddy of mine. And it's entirely possible. It's <laughs> entirely possible. Yeah. A buddy of mine, and and I'm on the left. That's the one I hear from him all the time. It huh. kind of cracks me up because he, but what he does is he says a bunch of right wing points, and, and then, then he goes, says, but, "But I'm, I'm on the left." Yeah. <laughs> and it cracks me up. I feel like he is truly on the left, like he votes left, but I feel like all of his ideals are kind of right wing ideals. I'm so in the middle because, like Jedi, I'd be in the middle, and that exists. It's called a yeah. gray Jedi. I know. I know. We've talked about that and how, how centrist we are. And it makes oh, yeah, conversations. Yeah. I was say, 
I was going to say, we talked about Grey Jedi? And we did. No, no, we didn't. We've totally talked about Grey Jedi, about how they're the centrists of the world. They're not Sith. They're not Jedi. I don't think so. They're just about order. or They're not about order. They're about the universe or something like that. We've totally talked about Grey Jedi. Um, Yes. It makes political conversations with us not very interesting. Yeah. Because we're just like, yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Dave Rubin. There's there's like cartoon out there and it shows there's a political commentator who's like I think he's like libertarian or liberal now or something. But he he does like politics shows and his thing is that the joke about him is a cartoonist who basically made this cartoonist every every um what's his name? Dave Rubin report show. And it shows Dave Rubin, like he has all these different guests on and they say something and he goes, I agree. And those other guests will make a counterpoint or something on the opposite side. And mm-hmm. I agree. He just agrees with everybody. And he agrees with everything. I, and then he pauses for a long time and then he starts to go again and he goes, agree. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny cartoon. I wish I knew who did that. so I could credit him. But it was silly. Paul, pa- shoot. They had it like Ben Shapiro Pol- cartoons. It has something tunes like that. in his name. That sounds right. Well, that's, they that's had not, like it's a polytunes. It's something like that. Political tunes or something like I don't know. It's something something. There, but there's they had like a cartoon Ben Shapiro appearance on there, and he's talking like this, and everything yes, really fast paced, and everything like this, and I. And every, you can't just say you agree with everything, and, and blah, 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 blah. you just can't do that because uh, uh, you can you can disagree about things, and that's fine. And, and uh, you can't agree with everything because then you then don't have any no no beliefs, whatever. It was a funny like version of Ben Shapiro. That yeah. sort of the way that he kind of he talks really fast and then he kind of stops and then he just has other things, but he never says um. He just he just keeps going. Yeah, that's funny. He they had like a Jordan Peterson on there. Yeah. Well, you gotta just rescue your father from the belly of the whale, man. I agree <laughs> it was funny <laughs> it's a funny cartoon i recommend it go look it up i didn't give you any yeah, information you, you don't know what how to look it up but go look it up figure it out <laughs> this is why we need producers who can be yeah. like who can just be like we'll link it here we need to pull that shit up comma jimmy jimmy <laughs> or oh, jamie yeah jamie pull that shit up comma jamie <laughs> <laughs> we call a guy Jamie, even though that's his not last his name. name is "pull that shit up." So I was trying to say, oh Jamie, yeah, pull that shit up. So let's pull that shit up, Jamie. Jamie, sorry, whatever. Ours yeah. is Jimmy. He's better. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen Jamie? What he looks like? No, he's ripped. He's um, like big and ripped. Uh, I that he like, doesn't sound that way. He kind of sounds like this. Kind of sounds kind of dorky. But then you look at him like that's like a six foot three. Big I don't remember guy. what he sounds like, but like it doesn't surprise me that fitness dude would draw, would hire another fit dude. It doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. I don't know anything about him to be surprised. Yeah, the, the Jamie guy. I don't hardly listen to that podcast anymore, but I watched for a while, and so you, I know the references. So funny. Yeah, but he I, moved. I think finally to Texas to Tessex. Yeah, because I noticed I saw a thumbnail or something with him and his. Podcast room, but completely different. Like, why did it change? Oh, that's right. He moved. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. A bunch of people are joking that his old studio looked like Texas when he lived in LA. Now his <laughs> new studio looks like LA now that he lives in Texas. Yeah, now I can I, I can see that. Yeah. Kind of funny. Oh, man. I think a bunch of people are going to move to Texas soon. 
yeah, I have no reason to move. But there's a town I was in called Cedar Park, which was cool because it reminded me of Overland Park, only it was more interesting. Uh, nice roads. The architecture and stuff was very similar. This is a cool place. This isn't stereotypical, woohoo, shooting guns in the air, southern Texas, but it was like, this is cool. This is nice. Um, so I would not be opposed to living in Texas. I just have no reason to go anywhere. Yeah. So, Well, I kind of like the idea of, like, if Texas decided they were going to secede from America, from the United States, I'd strongly consider going there because it'd be cool to be a part of a new thing. Yeah. Because what I would actually I do. I get that feeling. Yeah, what I would actually do is I'd go there and then I'd try to get involved in the politics and get on, like, boards and stuff so I could help create a country. I think that'd be cool. I would want to try to take advantage of not take advantage of taxes, but like any new rules that might, what you said again, start being part of a new country. How cool is that? It's like almost like being one of the first people to colonize a planet. What a privilege kind of a thing. Well, this is much easier and safer. So the idea Mm -hmm. is cool. And I like the idea uh, of, uh, sorry, go ahead. That's okay. I, I just, I'm just trying to put into words. I would like to go to, I want to take advantage of new stuff. I don't know how to say that. I don't know. How to say Monop- that. It, it, it definitely comes with its own complications when you when you then technically need like a passport to go between Texas and U.S. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe don't it know. becomes kind of like Cuba or Puerto Rico, where it's it's under the umbrella Colony? And protection. Under the protection, so it's called a territory. That's what it is. U.S. and her territories. Although, actually, wouldn't the whole point be for the Texas to be separated from the U.S. and be its own country? Yeah, but they but they'd still want the protections that the United States offers, so the United States doesn't invade. So it'd be, a, it'd be a territory. Back. I think that'd be cool because but Puerto the, Rico and Cuba—they're not yeah states; they're territories, right? Over by so that's what Texas would be. I think so. I don't know, but the idea is that it's a lot. I, I tend to believe because I don't I just am not a big government guy because that's part of being center is you just want the government to have less power it's libertarian or whatever I think that the easiest way to do that is to give states more power and what's more power than seceding from the the government itself maybe that means you have to like for like you have to give them a certain amount of taxes to satisfy them but you give them like one lump sum every year to to get protection for the military and then you can just set your own governmental structure know, and tax structure up. I think I know what would be interesting. I don't know. I was trying to say what rules might change. Like I feel like what if the politics, dollars. for example, were like super different? What if the like rules so laws, what if it's like more lax laws in general? I don't know. It depends on what they had. Like, what if it was like, you can shoot fireworks off anywhere, things you can't do here. Or you can, uh, I don't know. Shoot, I thought I had something. Politics, what would that be like? I think it'd be cool to to set up a tax system differently. Like, maybe they don't tax you when you die, or maybe they don't tax you when you buy, you know, a house or something. Like, they can... They tax things like the roads and like your cars and stuff that they, you need for the road or whatever. But like, like things that don't need taxes, like death taxes. That's so stupid. It's like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have to pay you for dying. You're penalized for dying. I should have. I guess I should just lived. Yeah. Dumbass. Why don't we all just live? Yeah. So stupid. That way I can pay for my health care. Right. Yes. <laughs> the anyway, the idea is so. Stu- some of the taxes that people pay for with the government that we have is so stupid. 
that it's like, it'd be nice if there was a place that just did common sense stuff and realized, oh, if we get taxes from people, we should probably spend it on the country and not on. You mean like, a non corrupt government? Yeah. That we won't can't happen. That. No, no. But you can imagine in a state like Texas, which is big, but it's not huge. If you got on, if you got got in early when they were doing their kind of separation thing, you could say, all right, let's get rid of all the stupid stuff that in Texans of anybody would be all on board for that. Yeah. Just no nonsense. Just ki- just kick, kick the horse and go. They're just like, let's get rid of this junk and just do stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that seems like Texas to me. Yeah. So I think more than any other place, you could convince senators and new government leaders and stuff that you could just be like, hey, maybe we should maybe we should spend these taxes on the roads and make them look good. Or maybe we should spend these on, you know, health care or whatever. And, you know, I don't know who knows what I would actually do. But the idea is to get in early so you can figure out what would be good. So practical reasons, if you had to move to another state. What did you move to? I moved to Colorado because there is no practicality in me moving, and I would enjoy Colorado. But that's obvious. If I'd eliminate that one, it becomes more like, whoa, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Texas is my first thought after that. I don't know that, but, like, Texas, because it's, like, still central, but then a little warmer. And... Yeah. But what's yours? I do. I don't know. I'd probably... I like the. I've never even been to Texas, but I like hmm. the idea of it because. because well, of that. I've been there a few times, and it. For I remember, like most places in the country, it's not very different. Yeah, it's just obviously warmer, and Texas is a big place, so it's not like all of Texas is one way. But the parts I've been to have been really, just like fine and nice. And I wouldn't look forward to driving there because I hear it's like terrible to drive in Texas. Oh my, <laughs> so. <laughs> Still to this day, the worst driving and stuff I've seen is St. Louis, Missouri. That's and the roads, like the condition of the roads and the driving, yeah, those roads driving, are gross. The condition of the roads and the drivers puts it where it worse. But number two is Texas in my in my personal experience, um, which is weird because I've driven through New York and you'd think like that's bad and it's crowded and have obnoxious, but it's not like what the hell is happening here. Texas, it's stupid. I thought. What I saw was basically out of a movie. I didn't think a movie was happening, but like this is a movie scene. It's like five lanes wide of bumper to bumper, inching traffic, and then there's this big diesel truck flying, weaving through, shoulder, cutting through, like like dangerous as hell. Like like as if there's no police in existence and we're all schmucks. And I was waiting for a line of cop cars to be following after him, like like an helicopter like is what kind of driving was. No cops. And I think I saw a second one in that in, uh, later on, like two people did, drove that way. But uh, traffic sucks for sure. I went through, I think it was Dallas at rush hour. Wasn't fun. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard specifically is Dallas. It's really not fun to drive through a rush hour. I remember after that, <laughs> in combination with all the other drivers I saw, whenever I saw a Texas plate here in Kansas, I'm like... You know, like, we just prepare for bad driving. Yeah. But I'm not the only person who thinks Texas has bad drivers. It's a stereotype, I think. Mm. No, the roads in St. Louis are the worst roads I've ever driven on. I don't know about bad drivers. Ugh. I don't think I've seen bad drivers there, but I've driven through there a few times, and every time, like, <laughs> it's just not good. That, and there's this one part that freaked me out for a long time. 
it still makes it a little, mm, but there are these three lane wide and it's like 65 miles an hour. It's 55. People go 75, whatever. It's fast, but they spin, they go up and down. Mm-hmm. And Another so part you're talking about. It lasts for like an hour and it's about three hours from here. But if it's, I have like a trailer, people are side by side moving like this fast and it's so freaking stressful. Gosh, especially how fast people are going and trying, whatever. Mm. But I've driven through the city a few, uh, two or three times, and oh, awful! Mm. The stereotypical steam coming out of the manholes, but then the bumpy, bumpy roads, and then just claustrophobic and dirty. It's like it doesn't feel clean in St. Louis. No. Speaking of which, I stayed in the city one time. Mistake. I went into a parking garage. It's like a joke. Along every wall, you know, a parking garage is like, just goes up and there's several floors. Along each wall, there were several identical signs on each wall, on every floor. We are not responsible for stolen property. We are not responsible all over. I'm like, this is like really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like a joke. I think it's almost comical. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's basically saying, get out. <laughs> and I was like, ah, as I kept driving, I was like, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, it's a bad idea. <laughs> The so, chances are going up of me losing my Yeah, yeah. It's just like, wow, imagine imagine that. I should put that around my house. We're not responsible for stolen. <laughs> like, you visit my house and to your stuff. I mean, it's so bizarre. Anyway, yeah, that was... Uh, I haven't seen that anywhere else. Just mm-hmm. a extra little annotation or star or mark on St. Louis for being the worst. I like Colorado, too. Um, but I wouldn't want to live there all the time. I think it'd be really fun to have a vacation home there. Just like well, a cabin. Yeah, I mean, no, that's cheating. Of course, it'd be fun if if you built a second home, right? You get yeah. to stay in Kansas, Colorado, or wherever. Obviously, is where I'd put it. Well, because then you can, because it's such a beautiful place to be that you can Airbnb that out. You hire someone to watch the property for you, just maintain it, and then earn some income, and the house pays for itself, more or less. That'd be <sighs> freaking awesome, and it's beautiful to visit. But there's just, I don't know, like. The culture there is off, and I don't think I like it. I like Kansas culture better. Um, Like, I would like to live there, but I chose to stay here. I was excited at the prospect of living there, but I am content on having it as a trip place where I Mm -hmm. visit as often as I can, and I'm I'm okay. I'm happy with that. Certainly can Mm -hmm. enjoy it. I love visiting. I'd visit every year. I just, you know, once I'm there for more than, like, three weeks, I just kind of feel different and... And it's so beautiful. When you say Colorado, do you mean like the Springs where I go, or do you mean like Denver? When, when I'm talking about culture, or, Col- or when I'm we, talking about where I like being? Yeah, where you like being. When you think I love about both, going, I okay, love both. I, I, Estes Park, Uray, I love it all. There's so many beautiful places. Because when I think of Colorado, I think of Colorado Springs, which is of all the places in Colorado I've been. <laughs> most similar to here which is one reason i like it it's similar but then it has all the parts of colorado i like so like the hills and the air and all that crap well i don't think of the mountains of course i love the mountains like mm-hmm. way deep in them but i do not like denver been there a couple of times or three times i was like i don't want to be here really no like if that's all colorado was and even you could see the mountains from the background in denver if that's all colorado was i'd be like i don't care that much it's mm-hmm. the colorado springs part that i really like man i really like that area so much I love the land out there. Man, you could build such a cool house and have like a good amount of land and then like see the uh, so cool. I'd be, mm, 
man, when I, think <laughs> I want to go visit. Yeah, when I think about beautiful places in America, I think about South Dakota. I think about Colorado. I think about when you're driving in certain forests through Missouri and and you know different places that are just heavily wooded because it's beautiful. They're all different, but they're beautiful. And so, heavily like, wooded I can like us. Yeah, so I can like get my fix of beautiful other places like like Colorado. Colorado's more fun than those places though usually like colorado has more stuff to do by far than south dakota and missouri um just as just as what it is but there's but on that same token i don't know it just feels different there's not people don't they're kind most people are kind but they don't seem they're not as kind you about colorado or south colorado dakota? yeah Everyone in South Dakota is kind. Oh yeah, like for sure. so nice, and it's like that it's, is it's like uh, it's off off putting. It's it's off. It's, it's off. It's so nice that it's off. That's what I think it is. It's like people are spoiled by how nice it is. And that's so. what it was like moving from Maryland back here. Was, everyone's so nice that it's off. Here it's off. <clears throat> Kansas is to Maryland as South Dakota is to Kansas. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder if that's like a New England thing. It's an Eastern. Again, it's not to say that everybody's mean there, but like just culturally. But there's cultures is different. Yeah. Like there's more selfish cultures and more. Well, I, you have to think about what people in Kansas deal with. Usually you have to find your own fun. And like usually fun involves people. And so people are more eager to see people, I guess. And so like, I always thought it was because, oh man, how do I put this without being completely way off? Ooh, my foot fell asleep. It's like, um, I always thought it was because if you live in closer proximity and you live in cramped, like suburban or city areas, you get sick of people. You want to be around them uh, versus living in a country. For example, you have more land, you're more at peace, you have more quiet, you're generally less an agitated person. You live a less aggressive uh, day. Mm-hmm. So you're just, because of your living conditions, you're generally more, and then you're the way you're raised is another half of it. I would think you're more, what's the word? Not conservative, but um, you have you have probably more traditional value system that allows you to appreciate things and people as opposed yeah. to the materialistic, fast-paced, grungy city life, if that makes sense. I just, yeah. I mean, that's maybe stereotyping and being too general, but that was what I always thought is it's more about if you live in the country versus living in the city that makes you nicer. That makes sense. That's what it seems to be. It's the difference between small towns and cities. I mean, they have smaller versions of that same thing everywhere. Like even in Kansas, if you talk to people who live on the farm here, they're probably going to be pretty nice. If you're going through a city, most people probably won't pay you any attention. They'll just be busy. Yeah, that that was like a... there's big cities here too. It's just, you know... New York is like the whole thing is just huge. And that's not to say all of New York is cities, but there's just a huge city. Yeah, there. It's not to say that's bad and that being busy and, and not being as nice is bad. It's just different types of people. And some people are unfortunately live where they live, not because they chose to, because they, that's where they are and they can't do anything about it. And some people, they get to choose. I'm a city type of person. I'm going to live in the city. Good for you. You know, fortunately I live, I think in the area that I want to be in is, it's kind of in the middle, really. It's not the country. So I can't say that. And it's definitely not the city. <laughs> Which I, yeah. I that's like that's gonna be like most of the country, like ninety percent of of people living in here live in the middle. What do you think? 
Oh, it's pr- it's probably like seventy five percent live in sort of suburbs and it's a lot. Stuff. The majority. I am the most basic, yeah, generic uh, pl- uh, drug taking candidate you could uh, you could hope for. Generic bacon, bacon ass. <laughs> generic bacon ass. I say basic ass. I mixed it up. Generic bacon ass. Midwesterner living in the suburb. Middle aged dude mm. with no substances or anything like that. Super blank slate. If uh, idiocracy happened, I would probably be the one to survive because I'm so in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Politically, too, super just basic. I think this weird thing happens where if like you have not very much money, you kind of either have to you have to live in the city because that's yeah. just close to everything, and you can't go anywhere. Yeah. And if you have some money, like the if the more money you get, kind of the further out you put yourself. Unless you live on a farm, and then you're really far out anyway, and then you think, make money that way. I think part of it has to do with if you're more wealthy, you can afford more land or afford more space, as opposed mm-hmm. to and you can afford the distance from the poor people, <laughs> or afford distance from getting to things you need to get to work, food. You know, like you were saying, mm-hmm. you have less money, you can't travel as far. Yeah, the more people that are crammed into an area, probably the less likely they are to make money. Because usually people, when they have money, they want also space. Yeah, that's sad. Not it sad that they bit. want space, but sad that some people want space and they can't get it. Yeah, right. yeah. You can imagine it's like a real, a real problem they have to it's a real kind of deal with. Kill. Yeah, really wrecks the mood. Doesn't erect it. It just wrecks it. It just wrecks it. Just not erect. Unwrecked. Mm-hmm. Flaccid mood. That's what I was thing. Sad PP energy. <laughs> no i think it's yeah i i'd wonder how much i think most people don't live in as nice a place as you do for sure but i think that yeah it i think it's probably 15 percent of the country no actually i think it's much less than that now that i think of it i have thoughts i could ramble on about be particularly interesting i was driving by riding motorcycles looking at houses in some neighborhood and I remember like like five or six, ten years ago I'd go to this place and think this is the best place ever. I'd be so happy to have a place like this. And now I objectively have a house in a neighborhood that's that's nicer than those. It's like that's just so weird. Mm-hmm. Like And you don't think about it. Well, yeah, not until I confronted or just and not be acclimated to it for just a moment to get perspective and go, Oh, whoa, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's weird to think about. And if I think I'm just quite, uh, what's the word, aware enough, self-aware. I think I'm just self-aware enough to where I can look at places that are so much nicer than where I live, and not at all feel a sense of I. I wish I could have that. Like I don't care. I mean, of course it'd be nice. I wouldn't say no, but I'm not like I. I need to get more. I don't feel that. Like that's a, that's a good place to be for sure. Yeah, but but then again, it's important to go back and go. This is you thought this was nice, and maybe it is, but like you have something better than that now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I could speak in the <sighs> to a smaller degree because I I couldn't imagine that I'd be twenty six and I own my own place and it looks pretty nice and yeah, and it's pretty nice and it's got three bedrooms. Like I, I'm pretty lucky too. And not to make light of you or speak highly of myself, but I'd be happy if I had your place. That's thank you. I think I think you would be too. It's just, just, just fucking badass and efficient and like 
It's pretty spacious. Guys, not to say you don't have a, a nice place, but guys don't need much. Mm-mm. You know? So, but it's awesome. You got three floors and it's like finished. You have room for everything. And it's just yours. Makes me happy. Yeah, it's not completely finished, but I got to add some carpet still. <laughs> and obviously, I'd change a lot of things. It's not all new like yours. It's actually a pretty old place, but I've renovated a lot of it. Anyway, that just goes to say it, it is weird how just a few years difference, like you look at something, you'd be like, I wish I could have that. And then you have something better than that. Even. I'm thinking needlessly, but that could happen again in five years because five years ago, that's where I was. Five years from now, I could be in a place where those nice houses I was looking at, I was saying, I wish I, those were a little better. I could be in a place five years now that ha- I could have a place that's better than those. And that you built yourself. Right. I could have my own custom built home as an example and then go back and look at those homes I've been looking at because I drive through the neighborhood. It's like, wow, I thought those were nice. I have a better place than that now. Like, that's possible. Sure. That's weird to think about. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably going to happen because we're going to start making so much money for the listening <laughs> it's show. like, here it comes. <laughs> Because we're super famous. I, I don't know why you'd say that that's ridiculous. <laughs> Probably going to happen. For sure. No, it's going to happen that we're going to have perhaps too much, too much, so much money. Too much. You know, the problem is people have money they don't need. They yeah. can just give it to us. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need it. I mean, we do. But need we're going to have it. So, oh man, it's so just so stupid. dirty. I can't keep, I can't, I can't keep going with this bit. No. <laughs> no, it'll be. It'll be a little sombering the day we actually make income from this. Exactly. It'll be like, wow. Remember when this used to be like innocent and fun? Mm-hmm. Now we have some kind of responsibility because we're making money. Because it's work to do this. It's not too much work. But like we had to like set all this up and we're going to have to move it today. And it's going to be moving the technology. And we we and paid for it. You know, we're putting in our own, like our time is worth much, but we put in our own time. Which yep. is, every Every week we come out and we do the trouble of uploading it and, you know, captioning it whatever but that's okay so it's not not work it'd be nice to be compensated for the time but you know you just understand how content creation works and it just takes a little bit of time i think we're both we both enjoy this so much that it doesn't right matter that it takes time which is is just fun which is i think the right way to create or work on anything creatively is because you care about and you want to do it and Mm -hmm. pretty excited the time that's usually a good enough reason I'm pretty excited about the idea of getting fans more involved. Oh yeah. Listeners, they're gonna like they're gonna like be have, able to just tune in. We might have five people be able to listen when we're live, uh, but we so can just great. be like, Hey, give us something to talk about and then they can ask a question or something. Someone goes, What's your favorite popsicle flavor? I'm like, What a great question. And then we can go on like a thirty thirty minute soap <laughs> opera spiel about popsicles and about the market. About <laughs> the popsicles and the artificial flavorings are causing cancer. And then we talk about cancer. You know, it's who knows. And then we start a, a bo- not a bogus. It's a joke, but it's a real, a real charity. Don't raise <laughs> money to prevent popsicle cancer. <laughs> and if anyone ever donates, real, it actually goes. That'd be fun. <laughs> like to stop popsicle cancer, but we send it to actual cancer foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea is that it's popsicle cancer. That's yeah. silly. But on that note of where you said earlier, it'll be sad when, when we go from five where it's like, yes, to like, oh, maybe we have like 5,000 people that watch us live. It could remember, happen. Remember when it was just five yeah. good times? Now, yeah. again, I hope you understand the attitude we're, we're coming from. Obviously, we'd be very happy to have lots of financial support or a lot of people that watch, but we really appreciate what we have. It's so fun. It's so fun. And it's you're like, only going to have it for so long. You need to appreciate 
your yeah. your nice little thing. The show is certainly going to change. Actually, it's going to change pretty darn soon. We already have like logo coming, and we have eventually you know. merch ideas. We have new segment ideas. We have a complete move that we're moving. So, like, the show is going to change, and I imagine the audience will kind of evolve and maybe grow with that. That being said, um, I'm excited for the change. I think change is necessary, but at the same time... I'm embracing it right now. At the same time, I'm very happy with where it is. Me too. So, just up and up. Yeah, I love our commenters. We get get a few every video, and then we've got a few reviews on our podcasting sources too. And you can kind of see who the regulars are now, which is kind of fun. Yeah. You can kind of just be like, hey, they listen to this one, too. We're averaging about like 300 to 450 views on every video still, which is crazy because we're 25 in now. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Wow. Oh, wow. (sighs) Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to probably pack up pretty soon. Yeah, I guess it tacos. Your mom done making tacos? Uh, Probably. Yeah, it's probably an hour and a half. Probably probably tacos. It's 1230 now. I bet there is. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Yeah. Do you want to wrap up? Sure. Um, I don't have a third camera to switch to. It's just stuck on me. Um, When we come back, we will probably be in a corner in my house. Uh, Either way, thank you for listening and or watching. We appreciate you. All all five or 500 or... Yeah, however many. Or or, all one of you, whatever. Thank you for being a listener. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Just as a practice, do you want to just say... The first word that comes to your head, but it has, it has to be inappropriate. Penis? That's not inappropriate. That's just a fact I was of say life. Vagina, but that's also a fact of life. Yeah, vagina, fact of life. Pick another word. Penile. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't think of a different word than penis, so you've said penile. Penal. That's a penal. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, Spencer. Oh, I get it. But that's not a bad word. It's a good word. All right. See you guys. Bye, guys.